the national champion is clad in Get big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20-10. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and I am joined in the studio by my good friend Coach Mike on the boards. And it is Thursday, the last day of November. Where has this year gone? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, folks, if you're listening, you know, December 1st is tomorrow, obviously. Um, first Friday here in Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, all the merchants will have be in the Christmas spirit and probably have some hot chocolate or cup of coffee or maybe some spike cider who knows what they're handing out down there <laughs> on the square just don't drive after you have fun get a designated driver yeah everything's good do something you know, but it'll be it'll be fine so um uh now uh what we want to talk about today now tomorrow um we've got all these these championship uh, conference championship weekend. So we're going to have tomorrow's going to be all about the conference championship games. We're going to do, uh, we're going to talk about some wagering on them. We're going to talk about things to look for, uh, the importance of some. And there are a lot of, uh, believe it or not, we're going to go over them tomorrow, but there are a number, a handful of teams in uh, college football that aren't ranked or going to be in the college football playoffs. But are, are, are working on undefeated are working on undefeated seasons. Teams like Liberty, yeah, um, you know they're going to they're looking at being undefeated for the year. Of course, they're Liberty. They play a little a uh, little different conference, a little uh, um, probably a mid range yeah. mid range conference. They're not in the big Power Fives or what's going to be the Power yeah, they, Four. They don't, admittedly, so, don't play the schedule that some of these others. I play, agree, and, so. and, and I get it. However. Probably after their conference championship game, they're favored, I think, by six or seven points. They're more than likely going to be undefeated. You know, they're not going to get they're not going to get the love that that the Michigans of the world being undefeated are going to get, and and rightly so. But they're worth discussing, and we're going to go over all that tomorrow. So be sure tune in tomorrow, same time, same bat channel. Everything's going to be going right, and uh, hopefully. I've got some games picked out, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the Magic 8 ball out. So hopefully we'll have some wagering predictions that will put a little Christmas coin in your pocket. And, uh, and remember, when you're, when you're gambling or when you're wagering on sporting events, do everything responsibly. You know, don't, don't overdo it. Just have a good time with it. It's just, it's just about having a good time. If you've got a little extra money and you want to and you like a certain team or you like a certain wager, do it. But don't you know? Don't put the rent money on it. Don't put the kids. Oh Christmas. yeah. You don't put the kids. The, don't put the kids' Christmas money on. It. That's not what we're talking yeah. about. You we're can't just, afford to lose it. Don't play. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's I, look. I love. I love to gamble. I, I love to play. I love to play sporting events. I do it pretty much on a daily basis. But I do it well within my means, and I do it so if I lose every single bet that day or that night, you know, 
I, I can still go to sleep. Yeah. It's not going to hurt my feelings, and it's not going to make my wife mad and or mad at me and the dog, and they're still going to love me, yeah. and I'm still going to love them. So that's what it's all about. Now, what about the love last night in Chapel Hill? The Tennessee Vols uh, basketball team went to the Dean E. Smith Center, which is also uh, – passionately known in Chapel Hill as the Dean Dome. And uh, they got beat last night by number 17, North Carolina. And, you know, Tennessee, the ACC, the AC, look, the ACC, I don't care what anybody, the Big East, the ACC, they are the premier college basketball. basketball. They are the premier basketball leagues. Just like when those teams come down to play Tennessee and Knoxville or Alabama or Georgia, and they have their upper tier teams in in football, they they pretty much plan that they're going to get beat in football. And so we pretty much plan as SEC guys, for the most part, if we go to Chapel Hill, if we go uh, wherever, uh, Duke or wherever it is, then we're more than likely going to come out on the short end of the stick. Well, it's on, I don't know on, that a, it's, on a consistent basis. Yeah. Maybe not every time we go there, but but on a consistent basis, the the SEC clubs are going to lose away from home against it or on a neutral court against an ACC opponent, the upper tier of the ACC. I, I don't know that it's – I think that historically you're right. I think the SEC has climbed, but they're a relative the, – the, as a conference, the SEC is a relative newcomer to the Blue Blood level. Okay. Other, well, other, they've always other, had, than, other they, than Kentucky. They've always had Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know. stuff like that. But – uh, as far as a conference, a whole conference, uh, SEC real, you know, relatively new to this, you know, like the ACC, Big East, and stuff like that were always basketball powers, you know, right. in, uh, top to bottom almost in basketball. And, and the SEC going in, like you said, would take their loans and would use them as growing, what we call <clears throat> growing games and stuff like that. I think now they're more competitive. Uh, and okay. I, I, I and, agree and, but, with that. But they're newly competitive. They're right. not the old school, you know, type thing. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. Well, I mean, that Tennessee struggled and lost, sure. but it, at the same time, uh, wouldn't have surprised me if they won. And, 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 and to a certain extent, you're kind of proving my point a little bit. And and, yeah. and the, my point is, is that the ACC, uh, the Dean Smith years, <laughs> you know, I mean, right. we, we could go way, we could, the James Word, I mean, we, I mean, we could go so far back in ACC basketball yeah. history. Um, and, and of course, there have been some terrific players that have also played and some terrific teams in the SEC. But I would say overall, as an overall picture, of oh, the, the conference, the, the, the conferences, the ACC, the ACC the and basketball are, have been the big dogs. That's yeah. right. That's right. And, so. and uh, now the only team that can probably even come close to competing with them historically, and they haven't done it recently, is UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we were what, 10, right. 10 national championships see, was, in a row. It's kind of hard know, to argue I with. I think I was alive. Back. I might have been alive, say, but I wasn't. I'm, I wasn't aware. Right. Of, of I, really, yeah. what was going on? You know, John Wooden. Obviously, you know, is is the GOAT. So, But, like I said, last night, the Vols lost 100-92. to They played. (laughs) Was there any defense being played? They played a horrible (laughs) first half, Coach. They, I mean, they just sucked the first half. It was terrible. I was watching the score. And they were were down by 20-something in the first half. I mean, it was awful. And then I I started rechecking the score. I was watching something else and just rechecking the scores. Um, 
And they started coming back a little bit, a little back a little bit. And the last part of the second half, they got it down to six or seven points. And I was thinking, Lord, the Vols are going to come all the way back in Chapel Hill and do this thing and win. They didn't. They lost by eight. But losing by eight, guys, don't, you know, don't jump off a bridge. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be okay. Look, Tennessee, yeah. since, since Thanksgiving, when they went out to the Maui Invitational, they ran up against teams that were one and two. Well, depending on what, what day of the yeah. week it was, they got beat by either one or two ranked Purdue, either one or two ranked Kansas. And what my point is, both of those teams were either ranked one or two when Tennessee played them. Uh, and they got beat in both of those, and then they also lost to North Carolina. So the Vols have lost three games in a row, but they've lost to arguably some of the best – High quality The opponent. best programs in the nation this year. So don't lose faith. It will make the Vols better. They will be a better basketball team for playing these teams, getting this exposure, knowing what they have to do. And they, they makes a basketball team understand – the mistakes they made in those games and how to correct those mistakes, coaching staff and players, and to get better, and they'll carry that into SEC play. And I predict they'll be fine. They'll be in the tournament, and they'll do better in the tournament than they did last year because of this schedule playing the best programs in the country. Now, a guy named Dalton Neck and Tennessee fans that know about Tennessee basketball know who I'm talking about. Some people don't. He's a guard from Fargo, North Dakota. He played junior college basketball at Northeastern Junior College, and then he played at Northern Colorado, which is not a big university, I would say. Uh, Rick Barnes found out about him, got him to come to Tennessee. He tied the Dean E. Smith Center visitor scoring record last night with 37 points. No, anybody, anybody, any visitor playing in the Dean Dome has never scored more than 37 points. They scored up to 37 points. And I think that record's been held since 1988, if I remember correctly. Now, guard, ball guard. Dalton Neck, remember this name, scored 37 points last night. Uh, he twisted an ankle towards the end of the second half and was pulled from the game, or he probably would have broke the record. I mean, I, yeah. you know, he would have broke the record. I'm going to say, yes, he would have broken the record. But last night he had 37 points, six rebounds, two blocks, and one steal. I mean, this guy, this kid's doing it all. And uh, believe me, with Vescovi and some other players that are on Tennessee's team, if they can get all these guys to gel together and hold it, hold it together injury-wise and stay healthy until we're going to see a real vol team after Christmas. Yeah, uh, and again, playing these games early is just all it's going to do. You know, there's an old adage that, you know, the metal gets harder in fire. Yeah, and, and it's going to sharpen them up. It's going to harden them up a little bit. Well, and I, I think you're going to see some good things out of the Vols, uh, but they're not alone. I mean, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of good teams in the SEC. Yes, you know, there right are now. good teams you know, Arkansas, in the SEC. Arkansas's coming up. Arkansas beat Duke last night. Alabama's still unranked hanging Arkansas. around. <laughs> unranked Arkansas without their leading score uh, score Tamron Mark beat. Duke last night, and the reason Duke's uh, Arkansas Duke's playing each other, the Vols and uh, uh, 
UNC are playing each other. Clemson beat Alabama on – One of these made-for-TV uh, matchups. This is an ACC-SEC yeah. challenge is what yeah. they called. And it's really interesting, and it's and it's good uh, oh, yeah. It's good for the SEC teams. I'm telling you. And it's good for the ACC. Right. I mean, you know. because let me tell you what. Basketball nowadays, you know – it. It's no longer a finesse type game. Oh no! You know, it's a very physical. It's a very physical, and they'll play as physical as the referees will allow them to play. But normally, SEC officials nowadays are letting them play extremely physical. And so, uh, what what coaches are looking for are big, thick, tall. Uh, athletic What we call players. big boy basketball. That's right. And, <laughs> and so, um, Tuesday night, Alabama lost to Clemson 85-77. Last night, unraked Arkansas without their lead score, beat number seven Duke. Um, uh, let me see if I've got that score. I, I don't. I don't have that score. Anyway, they beat them last night. And Tennessee's next game is against George Mason. Tennessee's got the whole weekend off. Then they've got George Mason on Tuesday, December 5th. They deserve a weekend off at the stretch they've been through. And you know what? I'd hate to be George Mason <laughs> because, because <laughs> after losing three straight to good good squads like Tennessee, they're about to take it out on somebody, and I feel as though George Mason is going to get the bad in the stick. Now, tonight uh, there are only four games in top 25 actions. Last year's tournament darlings. Florida Atlantic University. Remember, they made yeah. the Final Four, didn't they? Did weren't they in the Final Four? If I'm not mistaken, I wouldn't swear to it, but I, well, I think. And last year they went a long way in the tournament. Yeah, they're they five got, and they one. They got deep in the tournament. They're I just taking on how. six and zero Liberty tonight. Number fifteen Creighton is taking on Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um, number sixteen Texas is taking on Texas State, and number twenty five Oklahoma is at. Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah. Okay, all right. Actually, um, better team than what you may sound like at first. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, Vanderbilt University, some um, news out of Vanderbilt right now and not good news for Coach Stackhouse and company. But uh, Vanderbilt forward Lee Dort was arrested on felony aggravated assault charges Sunday morning and has been suspended from the team. As of right now, Vanderbilt University police were called to a dorm room on campus on campus around 1 a.m. Sunday, Sunday morning, obviously. Uh, Dort's ex-girlfriend told police about being shoved. Her phone was taken from her, and Dort uh, pushed her uh, to the floor after she hit the bedpost, went to the ground, and he grabbed her by her neck. Um, so it sounds like after being suspended from the team, Mr. Dort, um, and this report probably will not be back. <clears throat> excuse me. Not anytime soon. With, with Commodores. Um, and that's uh, – the Commodores have been taking uh, – uh, they just got drilled by Boston College in Nashville. Um Earlier this week, so it's not you know things aren't looking. Stackhouse is running into some issues, and and, uh, and you know I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. I, I mean you know you think he would have the he would you think he would kind of have a connection or a channel with former NBA players, and now they're kids like he did with Scottie yeah. Pippen's son, uh, and that would kind of start to filter. 
uh, filter some players to Stackhouse, and and he you, may have he may be having a hard time getting him through the admission process. Well, uh, I, I know you know I know Vanderbilt's well, look, been known to relax him at times. Look, but, Vanderbilt, I know Vanderbilt says you know we've got certain academic standards that we go by, but you know there there are there are academic standards for you and I. And then there's academic standards, standards for, the for, for the athletes. You know there is. There has to be. I it's mean, still they, higher than the I, norm. I, it's still higher. I'm sure it's okay. still higher than the and norm. Then, but it I, may not. Yeah, I, 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 and and I, by, I agree. And it's by not just raising as, it, and, and by, by Vanderbilt just raising those standards just a little bit, they can they can stand up yeah. with their chest puffed out and say, you know, we have higher academic then, standards. Yeah, the old the, than, the, than the Alabama old or Tennessee. <laughs> In Tennessee, right? In Tennessee or any other school, yeah. but it, you know, it might just be a, a very tick, yeah. small amount higher on the standard on the on the testing it's probably, scale. It's still than, than, probably than, considerable, but but yeah, he's you know, believe me, if they want, if they've got an athlete, uh, if they've got an athlete they want, they'll figure out a way to get it. Oh, right, our crack research team uh, found out Florida we Atlantic. Have a, we have a crack research team. Well, they're cracked. <laughs> Are they on crack? What's the deal? I don't. Yes, Florida Atlanta Atlantic was in the final four. Yeah, th- yeah they played I mean, San Diego State. That's right. And in the first round of the or in the semifinals, it was a close game, seventy two seventy one. Yeah. UConn, to me, this was the no name bowl because no one knew who UConn played Miami of Florida. Uh, in the other semifinal, beat them seventy-two to fifty-nine, and then UConn eventually won the national championship well, seventy-six you know, to fifty-nine over San Diego State. UConn, but, uh, but Florida Atlantic, yes, was was in the final four and made that. There was three. There was three Cinderella teams yeah, in the final much, four yeah. that year yeah. or last year. So. Yeah, and that's what, that's what made the. That's what makes UConn the tournament. The only, that's what makes that tournament so wonderful. Oh yeah, and so, and, so and, exciting. And one of to my watch. big arguments for expanding the football tournament is that you never know. You know. These 12 teams, you know, one of these tier, lower tier teams, you know, you, you, well, you know, it, you, everybody well, kind of rolls their eyes about I'll it. I'll tell but, you what, Coach. I know you, football game's I, different than a basketball game. I'll tell you what I did. There's always that chance. There's always that chance. I know. <laughs> So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes. This is not a one. It, it may be I a snowball's chance I, I, in the lower reaches, what but is there's it a dumb chance. And, and dumb and dumber, the girl says, he said, what is it, what's the chance that you go out of it? She said, one in a billion. So, and then he looks at like, hey, so there, so there, there is a is chance. One, there yeah, is a I mean, chance. But I'll tell you, and we're about to go to break, but I'll tell you what I'll do, Coach. When we get to this ridiculous 12-team college football playoff championship, all right, I'm going to take – you give me the top four teams, and we're going to put – we'll put a dollar, five dollars, a quarter. I don't care. We'll bet dinner on it, lunch or something. And I'll take the top four teams, and you take the bottom eight teams. I'll, I'll just take the top four. You take the bottom yeah. eight. And whoever wins – whichever gets a national champion out of those teams – Now, hold it. Loses the bet. I didn't say there was a great chance. I well, said there I'll, was a well, chance. You're, you're a big <laughs> proponent of, the, of this 12-teamer, and I'm saying it's a joke. It's not – shouldn't yeah. happen. But, you know, you're saying that these that, – that 5 through 12 have some type of outside chance to to shock the we'll world. See how your, we'll see how your tune t- changes if uh, Alabama's ranked about 6, six or 7. Well, we're going to talk about – hey, <laughs> I hope to God, I don't know about that. I'll just keep my fingers crossed and, and sit in the back left corner of church and pray. 
Because that's what. Because you know, if God's going to throw in hail mary to anybody, you know it's going to go in the back left. Yeah, well, corner. like you said, we'll see how your tune changes. Just ask, if Auburn, six or seven. Just ask <laughs> Auburn fans about that. We're back, the back left corner. You know, the night, the nightmare the, the at Salvation o- Corner. And they're calling it now the nightmare Hare at O'Hare. Hare. Jordan Hare. The Jordan Hare. I said yeah. O'Hare. Okay, uh, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Mike. We'll be right back to talk about Alabama, Georgia. You guys hang on. Don't go anywhere. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with... Coach Mike, and thank you so much for joining us And uh, on the last day of November. Look, I'll just give you a little advice. Go on, get it, go on, start working on that, start working on that Christmas list. Start working on that shopping list right now. <laughs> if you hadn't already started, I've, you, I, you I mean, may be a little late if, that's you, right. if you hadn't already started. That's right. But I'm just saying, just, you know, knock out, knock out a few gifts here, knock out a few gifts there, get a little extra time. Go on whatever site it is. They'll deliver it to your front door. A lot of people are doing free shipping. There are ways to get this done and not make the holidays as stressful oh, yeah. as people make it out to be. Well, you know, some of that a stress lot of people, is fun. And some, not all stress is bad. Uh, you know, I agree. You know, getting I, out, I think sometimes I'll, I'll be. I'll admit it's not all. You know, it's not all the time. But I, I think sometimes getting out and mingling around with the crowd and what people watching. Sure. Uh, I used to go out on Black Friday, not so much to buy the deals, just to watch people. <laughs> just to watch the, <laughs> watch, watch the mayhem. Watch the manic, uh, the craziness, <laughs> the chaos. Uh, and, but, you know, and I know, look, a lot of people say, man, I'm busy. I don't have time. To, I don't, you know, I get it. I get it. But if you just plan a little bit of ahead, carve a little bit of time out of your day, uh, and, make, and, and make yourself – uh, do a little bit of that shopping early. It won't all the pressure. Yeah. The pressure cooker won't build up leading up to the twentieth day of December, and you've got well, four the, days till Christmas. The worst and thing you haven't is done any thing, of it. Right. I mean, and, and you know, so I'm just trying to relieve. Things. I'm just trying to relieve the pressure on that Instapot cooker that we cooked uh, that we used yeah. earlier this week. It was yeah. delicious. So. The uh, you know one of the big things about waiting to the last minute though is that. The, the presents you want to get may not be available. But true. And true. if you start now, okay, it's not available at the store, so you right. can get online and find it and, it. and and, and still have time you, to get it shipped to you or something like that. So that's where I said that, you know, you can relieve a lot of the pressure cooker stress true. doing that. Whereas if you're, okay, you're on December 23rd 
and you can't find Tickle Me Elmo, <laughs> you're in trouble. That's right. And, and uh, so I, I agree completely. And, and, you know, you can go on your phone and find something like at a department store or whatever store you're going to, wherever they carry, yeah. whatever you're looking for. Pull it up on your phone, screenshot it, walk right into the store, find somebody that works there, and say, hey, I, where, need this. I need this right here. They'll walk you to it. You grab it, go to the counter, pay for it, and you get out of there. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a, an all-day, all-afternoon type thing. Plan a little bit of a, ahead, pull up what you need to but get, that's also, and you can be in and out of those stores and knock out some gifts. But that's, also, if that's fun for you. <laughs> walking around oh, no, you know I, I gotta admit it's not it's not always fun for me but it's but again, normally, there, there the, are days i i like getting out and and you know my wife is probably rolling her eyes right now <laughs> it's like, i wish you'd tell me that before it's it's not the bad thing all the time now right. yes you run into some crazy crowds you run into some crazy people and long lines and, and long and, lines you know and, customer and, and, service and, people that that are busy and, and, and can't take care of what you and, and it's frustrating but I get know it. that going in but, and and be prepared for right. it emotionally and you can have a good time and, doing it and all i'm saying is is if you and these are for people that find the holidays stressful and shopping yeah. stressful and the pain in the rear. I get it. But if your you, phone's a big asset right the, there. That's right. But the way you make it worse is by delay, delay, yeah. putting, it off, it, putting, putting it off, putting it off, yeah, putting right. it off until you just get your backs against the wall and you feel you've got to go do it. And that just makes everything that much more stressful. Right. So try to do it, do a little section at a time, maybe pick out the kids one afternoon, then do the honey one afternoon and then do the in-laws and your parents, one, whatever the deal is, just kind of divide it up and try not to put it all on one or two trips and it'll make, make the holiday season so much more enjoyable. And you know, and guys, here's the deal: you can pull this off while you're watching a ball game. Absolutely, sit there you know, on your phone. And you, your phone, and you, your wife sitting there thinking, "Man, down. you don't ever go out and do this and stuff like that." While you're while you're watching that ball game, you slide that little nice that that extra little present in there and, and make sure it gets shipped there, to you. Something you she come mentioned out a hero. that you just kind of picked up on. You come out a hero there. That's right. Something she says, "Ooh, I, ooh, I really like that," and put that in the back of your brain. And then when you get on your phone searching for presents. Pull that back out of your brain and look it up and get it. Of course, for my wife's sitting there going, "Would you listen to yourself?" And she might, <laughs> and you never know. She might get you a nice present for Christmas if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, CBS college football analyst Rick New. And let me go back and say something real quick while we're talking about college football analysts. Um, there's another sports show that has like, I think they call it. Uh, Ding Dong Mondays or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> and they give out awards yeah. to people yeah, and the, the, players the, the and teams do stupid things. Yeah. Well, my stupid award, ridiculous award, goes to Fox College Game Day. They've got Urban Meyer on there. Urban Meyer. Is on now. It was bad enough. Fox Fox had had Alex Rodriguez on for the uh, World Series or ALCS or NLCS. You notice the NFL doesn't have him. Well, and and I'm just and I'm just saying the Fox College Game Day idiots, whoever whoever programs those, putting Urban Meyer on your set is a disgrace and foolish and cheapens your broadcast. 
I mean, Urban Meyer, do, do you know Urban, you know, Aaron Hernandez that was committed the murders mm-hmm. up, up in his big tight end that played for the Patriots and all that? Yeah. Played at Florida. Do you know that the, the, he had over 30 run ins with law enforcement at the university while he was at the University of Florida between the campus police and the Gainesville, Florida police? He had over 30 run ins. And that, I'm not saying all, all arrest. But because probably they they let him 30 go. Thirty documented encounters. That's right. Yeah, and he still remained, and he still remained on Urban Meyer's team. Now, coach, yeah. if you if you were head coach at Florida Gators, how many how many how many police encounters are you going to allow? I don't care if it's your star quarterback, your star running back, star wide receiver. I don't care. How many? Uh, what number? Not going to be many. It's not going to be yeah. over thirty. No, not anywhere close to that. Well, Urban Meyer yeah, claims to be a leader of men. He was he was caught he was caught basically red-handed cheating on his wife in bars. Yeah, that he was, was a disaster coaching. Where was he? Jacksonville Jaguars? No, he was uh, or Carolina yeah. Panthers. Which one was it? One of them down there. He was a complete was Jacksonville. He was I a complete, think it was Jacksonville because they were talking about He was a complete disaster, yeah. and then blaming and then blaming all the disaster on all his players and everybody else, yeah. and not himself. And now a new coach comes in and they're winning. That's right. With He's a jackass players. with the same players. <laughs> shame on Fox, shame on Fox College Game Day for having him on the on the um, on the desk or on their broadcast. Now, um, Rick Neuheisel, who was quarterback uh, at UCLA, coach at Washington, but coach back at UCLA, is a college CBS college football analyst, and he says Alabama's going to beat Georgia, coach. That's what he says. Now, Georgia's a six-point favorite. They I don't te- know that's a, that, that much of a stretch. They're going to kick the ball off around 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon at the Mercedes-Benz Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Um, of course, that's in the state of Georgia. Georgia, uh, like I said, six-point favorite. Um, Georgia's riding a 29-game win streak. You know, last time they lost, who'd they lose to? Probably to Alabama. Alabama in the SEC (laughs) championship championship, game. And then they turned around and ended up playing Georgia in the college football playoff national title game a week or or, or a month later uh, in Indianapolis. And Georgia beat Alabama 33-18. to Of course, Alabama did not have Jameson Williams, wide receiver that plays for Detroit now. Did not have John Mechie, uh, wide receiver that plays for the Houston Texans now. And I'm not making excuses. They got beat 33 to 18. But the last time Georgia lost, and Georgia has not lost a game since, since the 2021 uh, SEC championship game against Alabama. Nick Saban is seven and two against Georgia all time. One of those losses was the fourth game at the fourth game he coached when he first arrived at Alabama against Georgia. Uh, the second game was the national championship game. Now, um, Neuheisel, let's get back to him. Neuheisel believes that the run quarterback running dimension that Alabama has is going to be the difference, the, the running of Milrow. Milrow, uh, quarterback for Alabama, has a couple of 100-yard games under his belt this year rushing. Um, now, Georgia, according to Neuheisel, 
has had problems with mobile quarterbacks, running quarterbacks. That was evident in the game against Auburn, where they won 27 to 20 by one touchdown. Georgia did. And that the likes of Georgia's two, excuse me, Auburn's two quarterbacks, Thorne and Ashford, ran for a combined 128 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Now, New Heisel, according to him, and with the combination of Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, using Milrow as as, as a as weapon a as a weapon against Georgia, and uh, the Nick's what he calls is the Nick Saban Church of Coaching or Magic, whatever you want to call it. Combine those. I, I combine magic those. to it. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The whole team's got a chip on their shoulder. They've been told now all year long they don't since deserve they, to be they, there. Since they lost that first game to yeah. Texas and Tuscaloosa? They've been told all year long they don't deserve to be in the hunt, and, and now they've fought their way back into it. They win this game against Georgia. They realize they're in the hunt. Now, they will they make it? Who knows? Who knows? I, I, I'll be honest with you. Hey, what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys but, out there think? What, what, but, what, as you're driving down the road, you say, "Man, Mike and Drake, they're crazy. There ain't no way Alabama's going to." Yeah, or or I, do you think? I think they're right. Alabama's an underdog. People are people are pooping on them. They're saying they're not any good anymore. They're not that. I think they got a chip old. on their shoulder, and that makes in in, in a Saban team and Saban himself. You put a chip on his shoulder. He's a dangerous guy. And you know, and you give him that chance to, to prepare for you, and, and I do you not th- a stretch. You... It's not a stretch at all to me for New Heisel to say that Alabama is going to beat him. I think they've got a, a they, they've got <laughs> they've got a chance. They've got a better chance than anybody else has had this year, obviously. And right now, where they're playing. <sighs> Boy, I'd, I'd I'd be hesitant to bet to bet against them, to tell you the truth. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm yeah, an Georgia, Alabama fan. Georgia's struggle, Georgia's struggle. Of course, now Alabama struggled against Auburn last week, and I, you know, teased it enough about that to to go on with it. But Georgia has struggled through the year with also rants. Yeah, and yeah. and so they've won. They okay. look, they've they always look found terrific a way to win. against Georgia Tech. They've always they've always found a way to win, and that's to their credit. To, win. to their credit, okay. Uh, I, I get it. You know, the only team, only team they <laughs> kind of going to be a great game. The only time they, they kind of real road was Tennessee. And so. any, anybody 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 that knows anything about these two teams that have matched up since Kirby Smart got to Georgia, just about every game has been a classic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, gonna and, be a good one. And you you can't leave the room, you can't leave the TV set, you can't do any of that stuff because you just don't know until the very end. And you know, I'm gonna root for Georgia. I'm gonna root for Alabama. I'm an Alabama are you, fan. Are you? But I, did I hear you right? And okay. I'm a gambling man, but I am not putting a dime on either team. I'm just gonna watch the game, enjoy it. That's the way you keep money in your pockets, folks. Don't bet it with your heart. Bet with your head, not your heart, and you'll have a lot more coin in your pocket this is the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake with coach mike this is our last break and we're going to come back with some nfl for tonight magic eight ball and a little predators talk dang those predators you're listening to front porch radio wkom 101.7 located in columbia tennessee 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back in the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Joined in the studio by Coach Mike's, who's running all the technical stuff that I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, I do I do well to operate my phone. That there, my there, there's sometimes me. people wonder what I'm doing. That my <laughs> wife makes me take everywhere I go. I don't even know how to operate that <laughs> thing very well, according to her. So, um, but thank you guys for joining us. We we appreciate it and. Um, Hope that uh, we make your day a little bit more fun and a little bit more informative about sports. That's what we're here to do. And uh, to tell you that the Predators are on a heater, baby. That Predators are on a heater. And a heater means that they've won six straight games. They've gone from 5-10 and in their first 15 games to 11-10 and in now what is 21 games uh, with no ties. And they are in fifth place of the Central Division of the Western Conference in the NHL. And that's quite a turnaround, Coach, That than how we started out. I mean, they started out. I, well, think they lost, they, I want to say they might have lost their, like, first four or four five. games, yeah. There was – Four or five games. There I have was to go a lot back of questions look, about them. But, but uh, of course, that's the, that's the nature of hockey. And, you know, we, we were talking about it off uh, during the break. And, uh, you know, there's going to be – they're, they're riding right now, and it may run another four or five games. Then they're going to have another slump, and then they're going to have another run, uh, at least, at, at you know one of each, if not two. Uh, that's the nature of this of the hockey season. Uh, of course, being as physical a sport as it is, uh, injuries are going to play an awful lot yep. into that. Um, you know, those guys – you know, it's it's a train wreck about every thirty seconds. Well, they <laughs> so. uh, Philip uh, Philip Forsberg scored an overtime goal against the Penguins um, in Nashville mm-hmm. uh, just the other night to get their. Uh, I think it was their sixth. I believe that was their sixth straight win. Um, and that, you know, it's just it's just it's just a lot more fun. I mean, Nashville if Nashville pro the two pro sports are hockey and football. Football fans have kind of been taking on the chin, and and there's and I says there's some crossover between <laughs> predator pr- football fans and hockey fans. Oh yeah, I mean, and they're, the they're Titans, are, the Titans have great, got a great relationship. The, a lot of the Titans players go watch okay. the Predators, and, 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 and I'm just saying, as as far as a fan base goes, I'm sure there are a lot of Titans fans that also have season tickets that go to uh, the Predators games and vice versa. And then there are there are solely fans that uh, just go to the – basically go to a lot more football games or a lot more hockey games and leave the other sport on. And that's fine. But it, it, life is so much more enjoyable as a fan in general when your home team club – 
is doing a little bit better. And, and you, I mean, even that even that win against against the sorry Carolina Panthers uh, uh, last Sunday was made life a lot better. Put a little here. joy, yeah. put a little joy, and a little a little skip in people's step. Uh, you know, on Monday morning, and and that's what. That's what sports will do to a community, to a city, to a state, uh, to a family. Uh, And and whether it's college, pro, high school, whatever, sports is such a wonderful thing. And it it spreads love around, makes people happy. And, of course, it can make people sad, too. Don't don't get me wrong. And fire, it definitely fires people up. Oh, and without a doubt. Get your blood boiling, get you you moving and and stuff. Gives you something... To, to cheer about. And again, the, the big thing I want to, uh, and I've said it before, uh, you and I tease each other an awful lot and, and, and stuff. Remember what we're talking about here ultimately is a game. Absolutely. It's I mean, a game. I mean, you, you think know, you, 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 we're, we're going to fuss and moan and moan and groan and, and stuff like that about our team loss and stuff like that. But the sun is going to come up tomorrow. You're going to start a new day. The world's right. not going to end because my team lost the football That's game. That's right. Your team, your now, team the does world not may pay end, your but mortgage. The world may end, but it's not going to be because my football team lost a game. Right. Unless uh, you <laughs> unless you were foolish enough to oh, bet, oh, your, now, bet your you mortgage stuck on in your that team old and, yeah. and you lose it. But ultimately, the team, uh, your team winning and losing – like I said, it it doesn't love your children like you love your children. It doesn't love your wife or your your husband like you all like like you love your spouse. And it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't pay your mortgage. It doesn't unless you're a pro. They, I mean, you know. But, the, but again, the the, the number of saying, pro, the number of pro players against the number of athletes that play games out there is minuscule. Right. So your chances of playing the game as a pro. You know, again, there are guys out there, and power to them. I'm, you know, we love them. We we talk about them. We, you know, we and we're obviously willing to pay them uh, for what they do. Uh, but folks, remember it. Ultimately, it is a game, a game. And, and don't impinge the character of a person on whether or not his team or you know he. Won or lost a game, or, uh, or he's a or he's a fan of somebody yeah, of, of another or team. Of another team, yeah. There's yeah. you know, uh, putting like question said, we, his we character. Love to, we, we love to <laughs> we we love to pick each on pick on each other and, and stuff like that. But you know, I also know that you know push comes to shove, and 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 there's a crisis around here. I know who I can call on. There you go. And uh, you absolutely and, can. You know, he may so. be he may be wearing a red shirt. <laughs> You know, but I might be wearing the crimson with a big A on the front. But hey, you can still call me anytime. Now the Predators won their sixth straight, as I said, um, and the next time they play is tonight in Smashville at Bridgestone Arena against the Minnesota Wild. They, the Minnesota Wild are six, ten, and four ties, and then the puck dropped at and seven. You, you, seven you talk o'clock. about exciting games. Think about think about this, folks. For a game, you want intense. What other sport is your out of bounds line? A wall. There you go. That's it. That's right. It's a lot of fun to go to you know. Predators games. It's a lot of fun. Now, tonight, Thursday night football, Amazon Prime Video football, Jeff Bezos football kickoffs at 7.15 as the 6-5 and five Seattle <clears throat> Seahawks 
visit the eight and three Dallas Cowboys. Are they going to be wearing their uh, battery pack neon? I don't jerseys? know, but I like I, I like those things. I like those things when, hurt. I like those. They things. hurt. I don't care. I like them when they got them with the with the same color pants, that chartreuse or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. But I got to put my sunglasses on to watch. Just, just think if you're the quarterback and you're looking downfield. Oh, it's easy to find your guy. There you go. Makes total sense to me. Um, the six and five, like I said, the six and five Seattle Seahawks are at the eight and three Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is a nine point favorite tonight with a 47 total. Dallas has won three straight games and they're undefeated at home this year. Um, and uh, if you're looking for TD scores in the game tonight, if you're going to go on a site maybe like FanDuel or DraftKings, and you can bet the T- who's going to score the TD, I like the first the first touchdown, which you get much higher odds for. I like Tony Pollard to score the first touchdown, and then anytime touchdown score, I like Brandon Cooks, and I like Charbonnet, the running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Now. Um, I've got an eight ball pick. Remind remind me, coach, right before we go off air, so I can give him an eight okay. ball pick on that. Tyree Kill has thirteen hundred and twenty four games. Remember, we talked about Tyree Kill before the season started. Back in July, mm-hmm. he came out in July. Now, Tyree Kill came out and said, "I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to get two thousand yards." Which the record is held by Calvin Johnson from 2012. Calvin Johnson had 1,964 yards. That's the most yards by a wide receiver. And still played on the in, worst in a, team in the league. <laughs> NFL history. Calvin Johnson was a beast. Remember yes, how he big was. he was? He was played a beast. Tech. Now, he also played for the Detroit t- Lions. Poor guy. <laughs> this past July, Tyree Kill said, I will break 2,000 yards this year. He has 1,324 yards in 11 games, and we've got, what, about five more games to go, five or six more games. No, five 17 more. game season, so it's okay, six, six games. More, six, six more, more games. games. There you go, six more games Plus to go. Plus the playoffs. If, so, and he'll, they'll be in the playoffs. So Tyreek Hill looks like he's going to get that 2,000 yards. Titans, uh, okay, that I guess that's about it. Are we at the end of the hour already? Well, we're getting close. This hour still has flown got, by. Still got this just, hour has flown by like this time, year's still got flown just by, enough time it. for you to shake that Magic 8-Ball a little bit. Oh, see that's what, right. I'm going to have to give the folks a winner tonight. Magic 8-Ball says take Seattle plus the nine points tonight. Take the underdog. Take Seattle and Pete Carroll plus the nine points. Geno Smith. Um, and remember, tune in tomorrow because we're going to have – we're going to have all kinds of stuff on the conference games this weekend. Uh, we're going to tell you why Alabama absolutely deserves a college football playoff spot if they beat Georgia this weekend. We're going to tell you why that is. Things you got to know before the conference championships, we're going to tell you tomorrow. Well, Plus, quick wagering predictions and on college and all the pro games for this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So how could you – you can't afford not to tune in. Yeah. It's, I mean, you, you know, can't the, afford not to. Big question for tomorrow. Big question for tomorrow. Yeah. If, if Alabama – barely, whoa, that's a little louder than I thought. Uh, if Alabama barely beats Georgia – I don't do they care. both stay in the top four? I, I don't know. Do they I don't both care. stay in the top four? I don't four? care about the Bulldogs. I'm all I'm worried about is Crimson Tide. If they beat Georgia and they don't go in the playoffs, it's a travesty. Burn down the house. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow.